Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. Carried away. <laughs> Ooh. Loving it. Yep. I I hope we are favorite podcast. Um Mm-hmm. If not, you need to. S- I don't see. I don't see why not. I mean, there's no. There's absolutely no reason. Nothing to do. Nothing to do with us. We're great. The, mm-hmm. If if we're not your favorite podcast at this point, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What are we gonna do? I yeah. don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to that. So today we're gonna be talking about season two, episode seventeen, and this mm-hmm. episode is quite significant in. The Sex and the City world. Yeah. Why is it significant, Ellen? Tell the people. Mr. Big returns with Natasha. Natasha is introduced, people. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. But let's get into it. Let's let's get into it. Break the scenes down. Yeah, let's let's go. Season two, episode 17. 20 something girls versus 30 something women. And it was directed and written by Darren Starr. And the episode Ooh. aired September 26th, 1999. And there's a lot of reference in like these later season two episodes about it being the millennium. And I'm like, we're not there yet. Or was this a thing where people would say it's the millennium and it was not yet <laughs> the millennium? I mean, it was getting there. It was there. getting there. It was getting there. I don't know, because people used to call when it was the millennium, the new millennium. Oh. Yeah, I don't really know what was like. It was, to me, it's the 90s. We're still in the 90s, babe. There's a cutoff point. Yeah. And you ain't past it yet. We're we're at the end of the 90s. Yes. Into the millennium. Yes. So I wasn't sure if I was going to say this at the beginning of the pod or when we get to the scenes, but I think I'm just going to say them now. Just get them out. I have some trivia. Okay. And I want to know, Ellen, did you spot the trivia? So there's a scene where Carrie is looking through a photo album and and one of the pictures was of something significant. Did you did you notice? Did you spot the the thing? Significant in to this show or to like someone's life? To someone's life. So it's supposed to be Carrie's photo album. But do you mean like in real life? In real life. Or in, in real life. Was there a photo of her and Matthew Broderick? Yeah. So Carrie's like looking through the photo album and um, yeah, there's a picture of her and Matthew Broderick kissing. Yeah, I, I okay, like, oh. yeah, yeah, that, I, I knew yeah. that one you were talking about. And another piece of trivia. I hope you've seen this film. I'm going to assume you've seen Crossroads. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no, hold on. The Britney Spears movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Of course, I used to watch it constantly. Yeah. Honest to God, so did I. Mm-hmm. So did I. And and as as you'll know, if you've seen Crossroads, Kim Cattrall is in Crossroads and she plays Britney's mum. But the guy in Crossroads, I think he's, I don't know his name. I, in my notes, I've put Anson. Um, I don't know if that's right, but the guy that plays Britney's love interest in Crossroads mm-hmm. is in this episode. Is um, he? <gasps> is he the, is he the, um, the 20 year old? With Charlotte. Is it? Oh, is I it? I think so. I Let me just double check. I just had a wave of doubt. No, no, no. Cause I, whenever I was watching it, I was like, God, he looks so familiar. It's his mouth. Yes. Oh my god, I've just <laughs> I just typed it in and like a literal picture of a crossroad came up. <laughs> Wrong crossroad, babe. Yes. So it says, let me just double check because I'm doubting myself. Gregory. That was his name. Anson? What you No, his name is Anson, but in the in, in this episode, Gregory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? So we've got some more like crossover worlds, but anyway, I just wanted to get that out there because we're gonna let the we're gonna let the episode unfold. Mm-hmm. So we start the episode with the Carrie voiceover, and she's saying, "This is a story about a lovely couple, Rob and Elaine, who are renting um, a house in the Hamptons." And she explains how Elaine invited her friends, Rob, who invited his friends, and then like 
basically all these couples are coming together and there's a load of people going to the Hamptons. So yeah, the, all these couples are going to the Hamptons, but there's a lot of drama. So there's like a couple, Robin Elaine, that broke up and everybody's involved. And Rob's friend confessed his love for Elaine and it's just all very complicated. And Carrie explains that it got so messy and awkward that nobody wanted to go. So one of the friends, Janet, ends up calling Charlotte. And it's kind of like this weird thing that we don't really see often in Sex and the City where it's like this like boxes on screen and they're yeah. like looking up and Yeah. And, um, I don't have you ever seen I think it's the clip of Usher. Yes, I was like, gonna say the same uh, thing. It was like yeah. who, who told him he was gonna be in the middle. Yeah, I know, it's so <laughs> awkward. But they did him they so really, dirty when they didn't no, put him in the middle. they really did. Cut to the girls at the diner and Charlotte is telling them about the Hamptons house and how they have a great deal. And Miranda's like, sharing a house with your girlfriends is fine in your 20s, but in your 30s, isn't it a tiny bit pathetic? Like being the oldest kid at summer camp. Sam says that she has a point and tells the girls about her 25-year-old assistant who has a house share with 18 other girls. And she says that they sleep in shifts. Mm -hmm. And Carrie is like, well, what about when they meet someone? And Sam says, they're fucking shifts too. (laughs) (laughs) Which sounds horrible. Yeah, it really does. It really does. It sounds like, it it honestly gave me like travel hostel Mm. vibes. Like Like when we stayed in those hostels in Australia and everyone wanted to go out and we were like, We've got to wake up and go on a boat at six o'clock in the morning. Me and Ellen are like the grandmas of the hostel. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Absolutely the grandmas. So Charlotte is like, I can't believe you all don't want to go. And Carrie says, you know, the whole city is going to be there. And Charlotte says, well, this could be sort of the last time we all get together to do something like this. You know, next year, one of us could be married or have kids and we'll always regret not having that last summer together. Like she's really, she's really laying it on thick. Yeah, yeah. But she is kind of true. Like you never know what's going to happen in life. Like soak up those moments. Yeah. Carrie in the voiceover says that Charlotte's sweet hopefulness touched something in all of them. And they all sort of one by one agree. And Sam is like, fine, but I get the late shift. <laughs> and Sam just has this like beaming smile. She's she's very happy. We cut to Samantha's office and Carrie in the voiceover says that Samantha always felt like she was in her 20s until the sight of an actual 20 something brought her back down to earth. So we see her assistant who's she's just talking obnoxiously on the phone mm. about some like event and it, it, it is very unprofessional mm-hmm. and um she's talking to Sam's clients like they're her like friends and Sam asks her to do something and she just like continues on the call and then Sam is like mm, uh, yeah no, no so she puts the call on hold and tells her like wrap this up like get off the phone she wraps up the call and then says to sam like i have a personal life you know and sam says well not with not with my clients you don't and nina who is the personal assistant says that i have my own career to worry about and sam is like your career is being my assistant and nina calls sam deluded and makes this remark about sam's age and saying that sam She says like Sam went to Studio 54 and Nina saw the movie Studio Mm. 54. Like she's just having a dig at like Samantha's age. Yeah. Um, But she grabs her stuff to like walk out, quit. Like she's, Mm -hmm. they're they're not vibing. They're not on the same page. You would never act that way. No. Uh, Unless you wanted to get fired. (laughs) Exactly. I always think this when you're watching films and you see how people talk to the boss, I'm like, Oh, like I, I, I know I'm a people pleaser, but but yeah, yeah, there's still a line. <laughs> this is like my god, like how how have you not got fired? We cut to Sam, Carrie, and Miranda like walking the street with their Hamptons bags. They're in a rush. Sam's like venting about Nina's like gave her you know a first job out of college when she didn't know a fucking thing. <laughs> she says that girls in their twenties are so spoiled. They think that they're it. And Carrie says, um, yeah, don't they realise that we're still it? Sam and Miranda are like venting and 
Carrie is like, do you remember us in our 20s? You know, have some compassion. Carrie says, the only thing worse than being single in your 30s in this city is being single in your 20s. And yeah, Carrie just has compassion being like, you're a break. She's only in her 20s. Um, But we see them arrive at the bus and Charlotte is arriving too. And Carrie in the voiceover says that the Hamptons Jitney is just like the bus to summer camp, only instead of singing songs, everyone ignored each other and talks on their cell phones. And I was just like, that's just, I mean, not talking on on your phone, but like, that's just like the tube. Everyone's just like scrolling. You don't make eye contact. No, that is like every form of transport. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, but transport. specifically, specifically the tube. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so as Charlotte kind of walks over to the bus, she's she's with someone and she introduces Greg to the girls and says that he's been going to the Hamptons. Um, he's been going to the Hamptons in the summer for 20 years. And he says, since I was six. And so he's obviously one of the 20 somethings and they all get on the bus um Carrie in the voiceover says that four bumper to bumper hours later we arrived at our new digs so we see the girls at the house and all of them apart from Charlotte are complaining and Carrie says that um Carrie says cynicism there's one advantage we have over girls in their 20s and Miranda's like I was cynical in high school (laughs) (laughs) of course she was (laughs) of course she was but then there's a knock on the door and the girls are all like you know who is this Charlotte's like oh it's that guy Greg who I met I I told him you know to stop by and if he asks he thinks I'm 27 (laughs) so Carrie in the voiceover says evidently while we had taken the midtown tunnel Charlotte had taken the time tunnel (laughs) so she lets him in and you know invites them he invites them all to like a bonfire so we cut to the bonfire and Charlotte's with Greg Carrie brings um over Sam and Miranda some drinks and Sam is complaining about the 20 something guys and someone someone bumps into them and Miranda just just says like okay this is really fun how long do we have to stay (laughs) (laughs) that's me at any social event (laughs) yeah (laughs) they see someone being sick and that's like the final straw Carrie is like okay like I'm telling Charlotte that we're going like they just they just can't be dealing with all this young drinking crowd yeah and um which I get like if you're not when it's everyone's just young and drunk it's like "Mm, it's not fun Um, Carrie in the voiceover says that's another thing about 20 something girls they're very considerate you can always count on one of them to hold your hair back when you vomit because like we see you know the the person vomiting is having their hair held back Um, so Carrie's walking to find Charlotte when a 20 something girl recognises her from from her column and she tells Carrie, like, I worship you. Your, your your column is, like, my religion. And Carrie is, like, pleasantly surprised. And the girl is like, you know, I want to I wanna be a writer like you. Can I send you something? And Carrie's just like, sure. Like, um, yeah, Carrie's just kind of like, sure. And then the girl is like, oh, my God, some someone like you is my mentor. You know, like, she just, she takes this, like, super casual introduction and quick combo as being like you're my mentor like she's yeah she's like obsessed the 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 girl is also being like very people pleasing with with Carrie and she's like you know just she's just sucking up majorly and but but Carrie is she's being very polite with her and understanding like she's not just being like don't talk to me um yeah so her name is Laurel and Carrie gives her her phone number. Um, so then we cut to the next morning and Carrie in the voiceover says that the next day Miranda woke up early to enjoy the cool morning breeze and a much needed moment of solitude. She goes um, to step out onto like the deck outside 
and look she like looks down slams the door shut and then like walks back in in the house and says like somebody threw up on the deck like she just shouts it and then charlotte just appears from the sofa and is like oh i'm sorry stacy and holly did too many jello shots and miranda just gives it she just says like oh what are you now 25 like obviously joking because she's told greg she's 27 but then greg just Greg just appears from underneath Charlotte. And then Charlotte is just like, no, 27, and gives Miranda this look, like, keep keep the game up. Yeah, it's so um, funny. I love Charlotte in this episode because she's just, like, embarrassing yeah. it all. She, like, she's like... She really is. She's like, yeah. you know what? I'm a step back. I'm a step back in time, and I'm going to enjoy this weekend yeah. as a 20-something. Because I think... Um, we know Charlotte to be doesn't want to waste time on men because yes. she's like I want to find my husband Yeah. so I love that she's like just enjoying whatever. yeah so we cut to Carrie in her apartment so she's looking through a photo album of pictures from her 20s and this is where you see the Matthew Broderick kissing pic and Carrie says in the voiceover that that week back in the city, I wondered what was the allure of the twenties? On one hand, there's great skin tone, the thrill of fresh experience and the sense of a consequence free life full of seemingly endless possibilities. While on the other hand, there are horrible apartments, sexually inexperienced men and embarrassing errors in fashion judgment. So, she continues to say, should we fear these freshly minded single women as a threat to our very survival or pity them as clueless halfwits about to get their dreams dashed and illusion- illusions shattered? 20 something girls, friend or foe? what do you think of this concept of it being like 20 somethings versus 30 somethings as if it's, you know, like a competition? Um, I mean, I don't think that that's a thing anymore. No. Yeah. You know, I don't... I agree. Because for me, you know, the, sort of the closest people around me are um, four or five years younger, four or five years, six, seven, eight years older, older than that, actually, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I feel like my friends very much range between 20 and 40 you know <laughs> so yeah yeah it's, um I don't think I don't think age is such a big thing anymore no but I feel like in maybe it was just the 90s or maybe it's yeah. just Carrie and her friends but there there's always been this thing in Sex and the City of 20 somethings versus 30 somethings um, yeah it's just interesting like as if there's like this this competition and because it's not even like a big range mm-hmm. it's 20s versus 30s it's not like 20s versus 50s where there's a lot more life to be lived you know in the middle exactly but it's just yeah. interesting we see <laughs> we see my note people just to let you in my note says we we cut to carry and name at a book party <laughs> So Laurel. this is me. This is me being like. This is me thinking. You know what? I didn't quite catch that. I'll check that in a minute, and then just carrying the fuck on and not actually going back and checking it. But we see Carrie at a book party, with and Laurel. With, is that who it is? Yeah, yeah. Laurel. Okay, people. Maybe I went. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So we cut to Carrie and Laurel at a book party. And Carrie in the voiceover says, that evening in my first act as a mentor, I took my young accolade to a book party. So um, Laurel is sort of complimenting Carrie and she asks Carrie is, is 25 too young to write a book? And she says that it's about, she's sort of telling Carrie about her idea and saying that it's a, a book about women her age who are saving themselves for marriage. And Carrie just is like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And she just says, 
saving what for marriage? And Laurel is just like, virginity. And Carrie is, is, she's just like, she's just confused by Laurel because they're like, they're very different people. And Carrie looks at Laurel is like, are you telling me that you, you've never had sex? And then she's like, she waits a minute and then says, she says, what exactly do you consider sex? Like, (laughs) she's just so flabbergasted at this idea that she's just like checking, checking the, the, the details. And then, but then Laurel goes from being like super, like preppy, like almost Charlotte, like, what do you need? What do you want? And very people pleasy. And then she's just like, are you trying to imply that I'm some type of, and then makes reference to Monica Lewinsky. She says, and then she says, no, I don't do blowjobs, hand jobs, and starts like listing off these things. And Carrie is like, okay, I get it. I get it. And then Carrie's like, okay, I need a drink. And Laurel is like, I'll go and get it. Cause she's, you know, she's very eager beaver. Yeah. And... (laughs) Which, to be fair to Laurel, like, yeah, she's annoying, but when you're in your 20s and you, you're, you've got opportunity in front of you, you have, to, you have to put the effort in and kind of be a little bit annoying and, like, do things to, to sort of get a leg up. I, know, I hate that saying. It's so sexist, but um, do things to sort of take those first steps in what you want to do and make connections exactly and if she wants to be a writer and has met like a writer that she loves like, yeah why wouldn't you like jump at of the course of, like, you would literally like she says i'll i'll clean up your dishes i'll yeah get your get your shopping you know do it yeah yeah make lead yeah exactly um Carrie in the voiceover says that a 25-year-old virgin was getting me a cosmopolitan. The generation gap had never seemed so wide. And it's it's just funny because Laurel and Carrie, I know they're a million worlds apart, but even in age, Carrie seems just so much more older. Or maybe yeah. Laurel seems younger. It just there's just a huge lifestyle gap, I guess. Yeah. Um so some guy comes over and starts um, making small talk about the book to Carrie. And he says that he hadn't been to a book party before, but now it had exceeded all his expectations. So he's like taking a shine to Carrie. And he says this as he's picking up a shrimp. And Carrie says, oh yeah, usually it's just cheese and crackers. And he's like, no, I was was talking about you. And he said, "Um, I would ask you, out for a drink but I'm going straight to the Hamptons and Carrie says oh I'm heading out there tomorrow and he's like oh can I call you when you're there and she says like me and my friends will be at this beach on Saturday they they arrange to meet she says like come say hi and at this point Laurel comes back and (laughs) she calls Carrie miss (laughs) she's like miss um like she's a teacher yeah, literally. But Bradley um, is like, well, what if it rains? And Carrie gives him her number. Like, she says it's like an in case of emergency number. And Laurel is like, <laughs> she's like so impressed with Carrie's, you know, she's just been away to get a drink for two minutes and she's come back and Carrie's got, you know, a, a date, but not really a date. She's met someone. Yeah. And she says, like, oh, Carrie, you've got it going on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. It was so unnatural as well. I know. It really was. Um, Carrie in the voiceover says, that Saturday turned out to be hot and sunny. While we sat under our umbrellas, 20-something girls sizzled on the sand like... Reti- <laughs> like... Reti- Rotisserie? Rotisserie chicken. Chick, chicken, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rotisserie. Is that how you say it? Rotisserie. 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 No. Rotisserie. It's not. Rotisserie. Yeah, rotisserie chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> that was really hard to say. I don't know why. Anyway, so we see Carrie. Oh, do apologize. We we see Carrie, um, Sam, and Miranda like relaxing, and Sam makes a comment about when did tanning come back in style, and she's like, "Pass me the forty-five." Um, Sam says, "It's Charlotte's, but I don't think she's gonna use it." Meaning the SPF, and she says it's not good for her twenty-seven-year-old image, and which is just interesting because in general now, like every 20 odd any every 20 yeah. something is like spf spf and i know it tends i was like pause be, this everybody wear their spf everybody please. listen if you're listening to this you better be wearing spf yeah and if you're not this is your your reminder i mean i'm on. saying this now and i don't have any spf on but i know I've but just, we're, we I've are just had a shower. in the evening yeah, yeah. It is the it's evening. nighttime <laughs> i've just had a shower Okay. If just, you're just... outside or planning to go outside in sunshine or in daylight at all, get that <laughs> SPF on. Yes. Do no it. Excuses. Do it. Apart from if you just go out the shower and it's at night. That's your only excuse. Yeah, you go to bed, okay? <laughs> oh my God, bed SPF. That's going to be a thing. Give it time. There was um, a get ready with me or, you know, I started uh, it go to bed with me for with Vogue oh, yeah, or, yeah. um and Rihanna was doing it and she was she was doing like bed. come to bed with me yeah and she was obviously plugging like Fenty skin yeah, yeah. clearly didn't have a night cream <laughs> just like <laughs> put SPF on to go to bed do you know what if you're Rihanna though rules don't apply mm. like if you wake up and I'll you're just Rihanna Rihanna yeah it's like we'll fucking drink it wearing... like rules don't yeah, apply yeah. <laughs> exactly don't drink your spf we see charlotte and greg they're like frolicking in the water and sam says she actually yeah they were literally there was no other word to describe they were frolicking yeah i get it yeah they were i just love that um, word i know it's not one that you hear very often but when when somebody is frolicking or people are you you know that that's the word that you're going to use so like, yeah this is my opportunity yeah. so <laughs> sam says that um charlotte actually put oil on and miranda says just wait till labor day she's gonna look like a 27 year old <laughs> handbag and sam then <laughs> sam then makes some stupid comment about I don't even know if I want to say this, but Sam basically makes some stupid comment about risking precancerous freckles for a summer romance, which is stupid. Um, anyway. It literally is, though, what she's doing. I mean, it is. It is. But it's, it's, don't, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. No, Charlotte, if not. you're listening. <laughs> 27-year-old Charlotte, if you're listening. <laughs> save yourself um so then Carrie in the voiceover says and right then my summer romance made his appearance so right on schedule we see Bradley and Carrie introduces him to the girls they have a quick chat he says that he's he's gonna go for a swim and he says to Carrie like you're not you're not gonna ditch me like while he goes off for a swim and she's like no no and Miranda asks if he's the guy from the book party and Sam is like oh I've got to start reading (laughs) (laughs) and Carrie says he's cute but she isn't sure if if she's interested so Sam is like he's good looking polite he's got a house in the Hamptons and then Miranda asks um Miranda adds like good on paper and Sam says you know the rule good on paper bad in bed <laughs> um Carrie in the voiceover says that a good on paper guy is a guy with great credentials who you always end up leaving for some hot guy who who rides a who rides a motorcycle and doesn't have a checking account at this point um Charlotte and Greg come like running back from the water and she's saying how it's so awesome like she's being very 20 <laughs> something yeah and Miranda's like Miranda says that she's gonna go grocery shopping 
Charlotte says like we should get some rum and we can make Long Island iced tea and Greg says oh I love Long Island iced tea and him and Shah high five <laughs> and Miranda is just like super sarcastic <laughs> just goes excellent like she's so like what the fuck are you doing yeah. typical like sarcastic Miranda she's like excellent then we see Carrie and Bradley walk in the beach and maybe it's like a couple of hours later and he says that he took a leap of faith and made a reservation at a restaurant for them and Carrie says like I'd love to but I can't I can't abandon my friends and he says well after dinner we could just sit on the porch at my house and have drinks and Carrie is like you know I don't know and he says well in that case, I'll call your in case of emergency number this weekend because I think I'm going to miss you. And Aww. she's like, yeah. And she's like, yes, you can definitely do that. Um, but it's, yeah, she's just like not, she can't tell if she likes him, but he's, he's mm-hmm. doing all the right things, saying the right things. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, like, you know, you know if you like someone in that way. Yeah, but um, it's also early days. Yeah, that is true. It is true. Um, Carrie in the voiceover says, romantic, polite, and his very own house south of the highway. My good on paper guy was jumping right off the page. Later that afternoon, we come back from the beach, rested and rejuvenated, feeling almost 29 again. Even Miranda was in good spirits. <laughs> um, so Miranda comes in, and tells the girls that she's got uh, food for dinner. But she tells Carrie, your groupie can't stay, meaning Laurel, um, because she's only got enough food for like four of them. And Carrie is like, what? Like, she's here. And she (laughs) (laughs) she goes upstairs and... So Carrie goes upstairs to like deal with Laurel and Charlotte says that she'll be back to help with dinner. And Sam has some mail to open and she opens it and is like, oh my God. And we see this invite to a party from Nina G Public Relations. So her her 20 something ex assistant. So Carrie in the voiceover says that overnight, Samantha's ex assistant had reinvented herself as Nina G. Nina G. Nina G. And Sam is pissed off being like, you know, this should have been my event. And Carrie says, while Samantha was getting fucked protege, mine was giving me the royal treatment. And you see Carrie getting her toenails painted by Laurel. (laughs) And like, I know that Laurel is being very annoying and very, she's being very eager and Carrie... Mm -hmm. But this is like this is taking advantage of somebody. Like, yeah, I I think it's fair enough if Laurel's like, I'll, you know, I'll do this, I'll do that. But you would, I would anyway. I would be like, no, you're not going to do that. Like, you, I, I would genuinely make the most of Laurel and be like, you want to help me? Like, you can, you can do this research for me. You can, you exactly, can like, yeah. You can arrange my calendar. It's genuinely somebody that wants to like work with her utilize her like actually utilize her don't don't just have feet in your toenails but it's funny i know come on (laughs) um and laurel is saying that she feels the previous generation of women have devalued sex so much that it's not even special anymore (laughs) and then charlotte comes bursting into the room and he's like, I've got a tick on my stomach and I can't get it off. And Laurel looks and is like, oh, that's not a tick. And Charlotte says, like, what is it? And then we see a like a shot of just a pan full of crabs. Yeah. Charlotte yeah. York has got, got crabs. crabs. Oh my gosh. The future Mrs. Goldenblatt has got I know um so then we see like her sheets like flying out the window and Charlotte is running (laughs) out and telling the girls that she's going to the drugstore and and Carrie oh I'm not sure who says this but somebody says um 
Charlotte is really is in her twenties. She's got crabs. I'm not sure who says that. I, th- I think it's. I think it was Carrie. Okay, because Carrie. yeah, because um, when she's running out the place, like they're all like, "What's happened?" And that's, yeah, she yeah. was in the room. Yeah, yeah. So that Carrie says in the voiceover that that night I called Doctor Miguel, who is Bradley, and I figured out it was an emergency. So. They're having drinks on his porch and she's telling him about the crabs and how she can't go back. Basically, she's like, I don't want to sleep here tonight because there's crabs in the be- in the bed in and she's getting out of the house. Yeah, she's, she's saying that she can't go back and then there's this like silence and he says, you know, you, you might have to stay the night and she says, I might, but only to sleep. And Carrie in the voiceover says that that night we slept together, but we didn't sleep together. It was really nice, and I believe it was the first instance of crabs moving a relationship forward. <laughs> so, so they just slept in the same bed, and it was like yeah, it was like an intimate thing without it being sexual. Yeah. Um, Do you think but- that was that was Laurel getting to her a wee bit? Do you th- I mean, possibly, but I also think that she just knows that she doesn't, I guess she doesn't want to fuck him. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I also, maybe. I also think she was using the instance of she didn't want to be at the Hamptons house to be like, I'm going to get out and use this emergency, emergency <laughs> number because this, this yeah, is an emergency. Um, so we cut to... A party and carrying the voiceover says every year one of the local Hamptons billionaires got down and dirty and threw a hoedown with cowboys and caviar it was the event of the season we joined Samantha to lend our moral support and Carrie's outfit people Carrie's outfit what did you think Ellen of Carrie's outfit I mean Ignoring the hat because it was like very much into but the thing. You can't of it. ignore. You can't ignore well, the hat. It comes as a package. It does, but we have to. Like there was hats hanging from the ceiling. It was a. It was a hoedown. Uh, she was. I mean, isn't every she, isn't every day in Carrie's life a hoedown? <laughs> potentially, yes. What I will say, right? What I will say, if you take away the hat, right? I'm like. I would kill to have the confidence to go and wear oh 100% like, what she's wearing like she looks un- incredible yeah 100% and I would like kill to have the confidence to like to, yeah. to wear that amen but with the hat it's interesting <laughs> it's, it's a statement it is a statement but what does the statement say is she saying I... I'm at a hoedown. <laughs> Do you know what? Fair. Okay. Moving on. It was a anyway. theme. It was a theme. It was a theme. It was. It was. But I still was like, really? Um, but anyway. So Samantha is saying that she can't believe it. There's people at this party, obviously Nina G's party, that she couldn't even get to go to her events. And she does actually like a nice thing and says that she's going to go and congratulate Nina. Um, mm-hmm. But it is also kind of because she says that she might need Nina to hire her one day. But it's still yeah. a nice, it's still a nice thing to yeah. be like, yeah. I might acknowledge this. Yeah. Um. So Carrie in the voiceover says that while Samantha set out to negotiate 20 something something 20 something I don't know what that says. Moving on. <laughs> Samantha goes <laughs> to negotiate something. <laughs> and um, Carrie continues that Charlotte prepared to launch a full-out war. So Charlotte excuses herself, excuses herself because she sees Greg talking to some girl, um, like, inside the house. So she goes inside the house and runs into him on the stairs and she's like whispering she says like do you know that you gave me crabs and he says how do you know it was me 
And she's like, oh, that's so tacky. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, he says, well, so is lying about your age. I saw your driver's license. And Charlotte says, she didn't lie that she said that I just didn't correct you. And he's like, you deceive, you deceived me. <laughs> and then she, t- she tells him to grow up. It's like very yeah. dramatic. It's very 20 yeah, something. Like, yeah, yeah. Drama. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but we see Samantha approaching Nina to congratulate her on the party. And as Sam is talking to her, all these people are running up to Nina with party problems. So, like, and then, like, there's fireworks going off, and Nina is just completely overwhelmed, like, out of a depth. She's like, this isn't all supposed to happen yet. And she begs, you know, Samantha, can you help? So Samantha just does this very Samantha thing where she just claps. She's like, and directs everyone outside for the fireworks show, which Nina could have done. But sometimes you've got to have the right, like, energy to be like, people. Yeah, agreed. Boss energy, Mm -hmm. um, which Samantha just has, Mm -hmm. like, no doubt. Um, She has the voice of authority. She does. She does. Yeah. Um, but as everyone is heading outside, Sam sees Greg and <laughs> she <laughs> she tells Nina, like, they, she, like, introduces them, like, this is Greg. I think you two would really hit it off. Yeah. And they, and they walk off together. And as they walk off, Greg is then, like, scratching himself. <laughs> so... Sam, even though she was being very nice and congratulating Nina, she's also kind of letting Nina get crabs because she's a bit pissed off. (laughs) Yeah, which is also a very Samantha thing to do. (laughs) It is, it is. Yeah. Cut to Carrie outside and in the voiceover she says, I began to realise that the biggest threat 20-something girls posed was to themselves. So Laurel comes over and she tells Carrie that she's got a matching necklace, you know, like the Carrie necklace. Mm-hmm. And Carrie tells her like that she's going to go and find her date. And she continues in the voiceover. She says, annoying? Yes. Dangerous? No. They were simply our youthful doppelgangers who needed our compassion more than anything. And then... Everything, I believe, was promptly blown to pieces. So we see Carrie, like, notice something and she stops walking. Like, she's she's just seen something that we don't know as the audience what she's looking at, but you can tell it's a big, it's a big thing. Big. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so she she stops and she sees Big. And Big is with this this woman and Carrie walks over. She's like in total shock. She walks over and just says, is it you? And they ask each other like, oh, what, what are you doing here? And Big says that he just got back from Paris. And she, Carrie just looks shattered, like completely mm-hmm. shattered in a million pieces. And then Big introduces Carrie to the woman that he stood with and it's Natasha. And Natasha is is really friendly and she's so nice and saying like, oh, yeah. it's, you know, it's a pleasure to meet you. I've heard so much about you. Um, yeah. Which is kind of like a bittersweet comment for Carrie. Um, yeah. Carrie yeah. looks really uncomfortable, but, but Natasha is being really nice and making her feel... I don't know, it's like, it is bittersweet, but she she is being nice to her. Yeah. Um, and Big says, so kind of like Natasha recognises the situation and excuses herself for a second. And Big says that Natasha's parents have a house in the Hamptons and then Natasha excuses herself, um, which is really sweet that she'd give them that time and that moment to talk it yeah. through. She's obviously aware of the situation. And Carrie can't really look um, big in the eye and tells him, like, I'm a, I'm a little stunned and confused. Who is she? 
and Big is like, I meant to call you. He says, I met her in Paris. She works for Ralph Lauren. Um, and she says, you know, are you, are you just here for the weekend? And Big says, no, the Paris deal fell through. I was gonna call. I didn't wanna just run into you like this. And Carrie says, you know, you, you can't plan everything. Life can be, life can be pretty random. And Carrie says that she's she's here on a date too. And she says he's good on paper. And she says, good looking, sweet, probably like Natasha. And Carrie Carrie says, How old is Natasha? And Biggs is like, I don't know, 26, 27. And Carrie's like, Well, you know, I'll see you in the Hamptons or, or back in the city. She she walks off. Um like she's just been hit by a fucking mm-hmm. plane yeah. and she walks off and Big says you know I promise to call you when when I get back into town but she doesn't she doesn't look back she just keeps walking yeah. and we see Carrie like run toward the ocean as all these fireworks are going off and Miranda comes running after her like are you okay like what, what the fuck happened and Carrie says no I ran into Big He's back from Paris with a new girlfriend. She's 26. And then she literally starts to vomit with Miranda holding her hair back, like, you know, mm-hmm. what she was referencing before about, you know, the 20-somethings. And Carrie in the voiceover says, and then I realised 20-something girls are just fabulous until you see one with the man who broke your heart. And that is the episode we get the credits yeah that was that oh that was awful at the end why it was stickhead yeah it it really was because it was such a fun funny like non-serious episode i know it was it was a good episode yeah it was but yeah this it's a significant episode because this is like the introduction of Natasha who Mm -hmm. is a recurring character sort of in and out the show as and when um Mm -hmm. even in doing just like that literally yeah um but yeah it's it's the start of Natasha as the other woman in Big's life and one thing about Natasha is I always feel like I know we've only just been introduced to her but I always feel like they're always talking bad about Natasha and I feel bad for Natasha like yeah like it's not her fault that it's not her fault together like take it take it out on big take it out on big but that is such a thing that like some people can do is they they will go for the for the new person in that in your in their ex's life but that's you know, just because that, that... it's like it's it's like easier. But yeah, it, of course yeah. it is. Yeah, mm. yeah. But whenever, it, but it is like it's always the person that you were with. Mm. And Natasha also, <laughs> while being in her twenties, she's also like the polar opposite of Carrie. Like Carrie yeah. is always quirky, wears like really bright, fun clothes, and Natasha is very beige like they always they always had a wearing like beige white really like neutral tones very conservative yeah to almost make it seem like maybe a bit boring but I'm like yeah I don't know like I just always feel bad for Natasha because I'm like and I think yeah and I think as well like they they, they're making a point that she's sort of like was like born into money as well whereas that's Mm. sort of the opposite of like in the same Carrie yeah, yeah, like in the same world as Big. Um, yeah, probably has a hotel too. <laughs> Natasha, <laughs> Natasha in Big's hotel. Wow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that's that's the episode, and and only one episode left until of season two. the season finale, and we are like we did last year not last year like we did last season (laughs) we're gonna be going somewhere for our finale episode oh yes maybe not as far as where we first went and if you don't know where we first went go follow us on instagram you will find all the answers Mm -hmm. um there but 
we're gonna let you we're gonna let you guess where do you think we're going it's definitely not this I mean, far it's, it's a bit random for it is a bit really. random yeah. it, is, it is very although okay we'll give why don't we give them a clue I mean it's very yeah. obvious if we give them a clue but there is I a mean, character it's... that was from this country <gasps> Oh yes, there was. Yes. Yes. All I'm gonna say is, do we say it, <laughs> or do we let the people guess? Oh no, wait. Let's let the people guess, and we'll get it, and we'll let them know. Okay, so a clue on the character, the mm-hmm. word, ahoy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should find a clip of that. Um, of that yeah. word yeah, yeah, yeah. and put it in. But yeah, yeah. Um, let us know where you think we're going and it's going to be another live from Interlocation. Yeah, and we're going to be in the same room. Which is wild. Yeah. Crazy. Very exciting. Um, but... Also, can I mention? Please. We're recording this. I am... Um, a 20 something year old when this is released i will be a 30 something oh my goodness ellen's going into the 30 something women yes can we talk can we talk anymore i don't think we can talk anymore yes (laughs) (laughs) we can okay we can be friends okay we can be friends thank you well thank you (laughs) thank you for listening Join us on Patreon. Follow us on the gram. Do all do the all, things. Do all the things. Do you know what? Leave us a review. That would be so helpful. And also, please set up auto downloads. You don't even have to remember when we're going to release an episode. Because if you set auto downloads up, they're just going to download straight away. And you can just be pleasantly surprised when the episode's there waiting. What a great tip, Keely. Oh my god, thank you. I'm here all week. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> well, thanks so much. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.